Welcome along to our first session here on Full Time. I want to send a shout out going out to our sponsors, Race Greg Motors. Of course, they're down there on Grey Street. We welcome into the show, of course, our man from up there in Pairo, uh Ngaiwi FM. We've got Reno Wilkinson. Morena, bro. Yeah, morena, bro. And uh, always a pleasure to be back on uh, Full Time for another Saturday morning. Indeed. And also joining us from over there in Australia, across the ditch, we have our man JT, Jason Tafifirangi. Morena, bro. Hi, morena, Keith. Morena, Reno. Lovely day here on the Sunshine Coast. It's uh, perfect blue skies, even though it's only, uh, I call it the six in the morning, but we're yeah, looking forward to a big cracker day. Yes, indeed. Now, it's a big day over there, uh, I, I guess, especially if you're from Gisborne, or even if you're just from New Zealand and Brisbane, um, they have the... Uh, uh, very, very much uh, well documented, I suppose you could call it the uh, Gizzy Day over there, uh, JT. Yeah, very popular part of the, uh, the calendar if you're, if you're from home. If you live in uh, southeast Queensland, the Sunshine Coast, Toowoomba, Ipswich, Brisbane, or even down the Gold Coast, uh, it's being held there at the Logan Saints Rugby Union Club in uh, Slacks Creek, so very central to all those areas. Uh, big day, a massive day, and a great day to get out and have a look around and see who else has come over and made the journey to Australia, either to live or just to have a look around and have a holiday. Mm. Uh, so yeah, mate, after the show, I'll get ready and head down there and um, make a nuisance of myself, I think. <laughs> Why not? Well, I, I know for a fact that when people do show up down there, you know, they kind of uh, reunite with uh, some, some, sometimes people they haven't been, seen for uh, many years, eh, JT? Yeah, not only that, Keith, it's also an interesting phenomenon that when you live over here, even though you, you live maybe an hour or so away, you, sometimes you just, you're wrapped up in your life, it becomes too busy, you don't get a chance to catch up mm. with people normally. Mm. So it's good to take the time out to go and meet up at these places and, you know, say good day and kia ora and whatnot else and, you know, reminisce about those those days um, doing donuts in the Sandown car park and all that sort of stuff. And just to catch up and, and it's a, for me, it's a, it's a bit of a revitalisation to get some of that... Uh, that coastly caught it all into your, you know, in, into yourself and have a bit of a laugh and just, uh, in general, like I said, just catch up. It's, it's a great day. So looking forward to it and, and uh, there's certainly turn on the weather. It's going to be a scorcher here today, probably like 20s, early 30s. And they usually have like, um, what do you call it, a lot of, uh, I guess, local, well, I don't know if they could call it, well, a lot of entertainment nonetheless, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of the entertainment is local-based. Mm. What I mean by that is a lot of it is from home. Uh, the Hunt Brothers are always one of the big attractions yep. here, Jade and Kane and the boys. Uh, there's uh, a couple of haka here called Turanga Ake, River Gisborne. They uh, always uh, um, well patronise at, at the event. And as usual, uh, Jeff Moses will entertain the crowd. Uh, the crowd dressed up as a clown. <laughs> <laughs> In other words... <laughs> Wearing what he normally wears. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good man, he's a good man, Jeff Moses. Love you, brother. <laughs> so you, you're probably also um, are quite familiar with uh, Gizzy Day, the two-way um, Reno? Yeah, heard a lot about it, obviously. Uh, I know my sister sometimes used to pop down and, like JT alluded, it's just kind of catching up with some familiar faces. And it's quite a lot, uh, quite an eye-opener, actually, because I remember you telling me that... Uh, you know, someone locally from here was just her neighbour actually at the back street, you know, and uh, that's how close they can be without mm. realising they're living in the mm. uh, same neighbourhood as such. And this is where it comes out at some of these events. And, 
you know, when I was over there uh, last year and she bumped into one of the whanau and they asked, where do you live? And she says, da, da, da. And I says, oh, there's just a street over behind us. So this is what uh, it does. It brings uh, the whanau connection together. And, uh, you know, you kind of like JTC, you kind of reminisce on the good times and uh, have a quarter it all about, um, you know, how long you've been here. Didn't even know you were here. And yeah, it's good. It's it's a great way to catch up, you know, because I do know a lot of whanau over there when they have a bereavement as such, mm. uh, tangihana. Uh, they always seem to catch up and go around and uh, support the whānau, whānau pani as such. And, um, yeah, you know, so this is a happy occasion. So beautiful weather, as JT said, knocking on 30 degrees today on the Goldie, and should be a great day for all the uh, gizzy whānau. Yeah, it should be uh, up there. Um, and I know, you, you know, you, 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 uh, a lot of the, the whānau from Gisborne are going to be looking forward to it, uh, aren't they, um, JT? Especially the ones over there, eh? Yeah, definitely, because a lot of people, uh, you know, like I said, get wrapped up in their lives. They're so busy with mahi and whatnot and kids' sports and, or whatever else they may be caught up with. So it is a good chance to, to catch up and, and uh, just get that, the, the home feeling in, in your soul, I guess, because, you know, not everyone, not everyone goes home as often as they probably maybe would like to. Mm, so mm. I guess the next best thing is bringing a bit of home to, to us. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, and, well, let's get into a bit of sport there, Ray Reno, because uh, there was a, quite a bit of it uh, over the weekend gone. Um, uh, so, some very good sport, actually, of course, uh, in particular with the rugby, with the uh, All Blacks. A lot of pressure has obviously gone on to um, uh, Kieran Reid. He, he, he's feeling the pinch a bit. Uh, what do you reckon? Oh, yeah, definitely. I know, uh, you know, well, after they lost to Ireland, uh, a lot of pressure on him as well. And yeah, he seemed to be the talking point of quite a bit, actually, uh, from Monday onwards. But, hey, a loss is a loss. Uh, you take nothing away, as I mentioned, on Wednesday to the Irish. They deserve their win. Now, the All Blacks had to do is focus uh, against the Italians. Uh, they've got a pretty strong team. So that kind of tells you they want to uh, end this uh, tour on a high. So uh, it wasn't the greatest weekend, actually. Uh, the Blackburns with their loss to France. Mm. Uh, the Māori All Blacks uh, had a good win. So, um yeah, that weekend's done and dusted. Uh, wasn't the flashiest weekend. We always tend to talk about the good weekends. We were always winning. But, uh, oh, well, it's just a wake-up call, really, honestly. And um, we see what happens this coming weekend. Hey, well, was it tomorrow morning against Italy? Italy, yes. That, that's going to be uh, an interesting one. Uh, how do you see things going there, um, Reno? Well, dare I say it, the all-black team should be too strong. Obviously, they've got Bodie Barris starting at number 10 there and uh, a couple of other changes. But otherwise, yeah, it looks like a pretty good team. For me, it's great to see Adi Savia. He seems to be the uh, talking point from Steve Hansen on this tour. He's had to step into the big shoes of Sam mm. Kane. He's been ruled out with a major injury concern. But Adi himself uh, has stepped up to the mark. And I tell you what, he actually showed he can play against yeah. the uh, Irish last weekend. So he's been one of the finds of the tour. And... We see a couple of uh, young fellas, uh, Dylan Papali'i, he will uh, come off from the bench, no doubt. But uh, yeah, I think we should be too strong, too dominant for the uh, Italians. No doubt, I would say uh, Italy will score first, most probably. Okay. Score a try, give us a bit of a wake-up call, and, and then we'll come back and uh, blow them away. Is he gonna, uh, is he gonna, well, has he changed the team much? What I mean is, is he going to... Well, is Henson... You know, a bit too scared to try and change up things, or or, or do you reckon he'll, is, you know, is, is he going to stay pretty much, you know, with his main team, I suppose? What, what's going to happen there? Yeah, 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 he has kept a pretty strong team. Obviously, uh, no Sam Whitelock, uh, he's uh, on holiday leave at the moment as well, but yeah, he's gone with a pretty full team. I think they announced that, was it was that Thursday afternoon? So he's admitted... Um, 
he loves his job. Uh, he's getting tired. It's been a long year too. So yeah, yeah they'll go with a. Uh, they've got the strong team going up against the uh, Italians, and we'll just have to see what happens. Uh, Jordy Barrett playing on the wing there as well. So yeah, we'll see how things pan out, mate, and bring on the game tomorrow morning. The best game I thought. Well, you know, what it was a really, really good game, really entertaining, uh, and you know, quite nail biting, almost as nail biting as the uh, All Black game was the. Uh, was the ladies? I mean, uh, great stuff, really, from France uh, fighting back from um, last weekend or the weekend before, I should say. Uh, you know, uh, with their loss against the uh, Black Ferns, um, but a really good uh, nail-biting win for the French. What do you reckon? Well, yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah, uh, because you know France could have actually won that first game mm. as well. So I think the Black Ferns know now uh, there is a, a tough opponent when it gets into the World Cup scenario as well. So the French uh, will be strong, uh, always will be strong at home. And it's good to see the Black Ferns, uh, you know, suffer that narrow loss because they can only get better. They would have fallen into the same trap as the All Blacks. And for the strong supporters of the ladies rugby, would have been expecting what we do with the All Blacks win, 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 win all the time. So, hey, I'm just, I'm just pleased to see the uh, girls, as I said on Wednesday, the girls team, uh, the Māori All Blacks, and the All Black team are all touring at the same time. And mm. I wish uh, they can continue this in the future, you know. And it's great opportunities for these uh, young men and ladies, uh, you know, to get that debut for the uh, Black Jersey, the Māori Jersey, and enjoy the uh, Northern Hemisphere. you just got to take a look at a lot of the uh, All Black players' Instagrams. Man, them and their partners and their families are just loving uh, Rome at the moment. And why wouldn't you? These are uh, these opportunities, uh, you know. It's uh, part of your job and... Those are the perks of the job as you get to see the uh, rest of the world where you get out there on the footy field and run around. That's from the ladies' point of view, uh, the men's point of view, and the Māori All Blacks too. And then you flip it over to the Rugby League boys who went up to England, uh, did their turn. I see people like Jared Whitey Hargreaves and this bar name. It's all over in America. So these are the, uh, as I say, perks of uh, sport, eh? professional sport. Mm, yeah, true. Uh, talking about league, uh, what, what's been going on in league there? Um, of course, uh, big news with um, Jared Hayne there, uh, AJT. Uh, what, what's going on there, bro? He's had another dream. He's always wanted to play for the Long Bay Tail. <laughs> uh, I don't know. He signed the 20-year deal. You know, there's some good one-liners going around. But, uh, yeah, in, interesting times. I guess there is two sides to every story, so... Uh, despite, despite the speculation from lots and lots of different people in media outlets included, I think we should just give Jared Hayne uh, the chance to explain himself because you know, it could all blow into nothing and it could be just mm. Uh, mm. True. Uh, you know, a cock and bull story about someone trying to get some money. But let, let, let's hope that uh, no one was hurt and that no one gets hurt in the future and that sort of stuff because the game. Oh, look, being a rugby league fan, I'm sure you'll realise this too, rugby league is never short of controversy. I mean, look. During the week, Val Holmes said he's going to go and play, uh, yeah. and play NFL, so it's Zach Cronulla. The coaching roundabout continues with Wayne Bennett and Anthony Seagold potentially swapping by the end of uh, next week. So the Brisbane Broncos coach will become the South Sydney coach and vice versa. But on a positive note, uh, we spoke about this, or I spoke about it last week. Jamaica played USA last Sunday morning yeah. and they qualified for the World Cup, winning 16 points to 10. I had hoped to get Romeo Monti. Jamaican coach on the line, but he doesn't have audio capability on his Facebook, only on WhatsApp, so I said maybe we'll try and figure it out as we go along the track, because he's very willing and very able yeah. to join us on the show and have a quick chat about Jamaican Rugby League, which I think is exciting for them and exciting for the game in general. I mean, what Māori doesn't love Jamaica? 
Absolutely, absolutely. There's plenty of them that love Jamaica, uh, isn't there? Um, so, yeah, that was certainly uh, great news. <laughs> uh, fish in that part of the world. <laughs> <laughs> that is for sure. Uh, um, well, how, how was it that they were able to develop themselves to, to you know, uh, make it into the... Uh, uh, into the qualifying stages in the first place because that's that's really big, uh, something big, I, I dare say, for the Rugby League world, especially for Jamaica, eh, JT? So what's happened is there's a qualifying zone called the Americas. So the top four teams from the Americas qualifying zone were the USA, Canada, Jamaica, and Chile. Right. So they had a, a bit of a, a tournament there where the top team would qualify and Jamaica played USA for that spot. So what happens now is the USA will have to go through the rapid charges and qualify by either beating uh, someone like the Philippines or possibly the Cook Islands. So they'll have to go around again where Jamaica qualified directly. And I am so excited about that. Mm. In fact, we're going to try and organise a trip of rugby league fans nice. to get to that World Cup in, yes. in uh, 2021. And that uh, should be good because uh, I spoke to Romeo briefly uh, after the win and he said, look, there's uh, 80,000 or 800,000 Jamaicans living in England. And their goal is to try and get as many of them to their games as possible. Yeah. So, yeah, a huge following and a huge, a huge coup, I think, for rugby league to get the Jamaicans into the World Cup. Yeah, well, I, I agree with you. I, I agree. Um, that that's pretty uh, good stuff there, Ray. What do you reckon, Rena? Oh, totally, totally. Uh, just great. You know, like I said, um, mate, I didn't even realise they were playing in rugby league, and uh, there's a bit mm. of history behind it as well. So that's great to see. And uh, for them to beat the USA team. Uh, who I know had been playing rugby league for a little while as well. So, yeah, no, overall, that's a that's an awesome result. And we'll see how they uh, pan up with the uh, World Cup coming up, their 2021 World Cup. That'll be uh, something worth going to check out. Yeah, I reckon as well. Now, there's also been a lot of speculation, especially, I, I suppose, uh, over here, JT, about um, uh, Sean Johnson. Mr. Johnson. Yeah, yeah, about Sean Johnson, um, and one of the guys that have uh, you know supported him is uh, Jonathan Thurston, the great Jonathan Thurston. You know, saying that maybe getting away from the the Auckland Warriors might be a, a good move for him. What do you reckon? Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think he he's maybe gone a bit stale, a bit comfortable in his environment there, and maybe a, a revitalisation from going to a new club might fresh him up in a a new lot of pressure, trying to prove himself to a whole bunch of, you know, new support staff, new players, new coaches, uh, and new fans. So, look, Sean has definitely got the talent, and at this stage, I think I've said this before, that his talent unfulfilled, sadly, because, you know, on his day, there's none better to watch. But mm. unfortunately, those days are too few and far between. Mm. I like the guy, I like what he brings to the game, but I just think he needs to knuckle down. And Thurston did say that his consistency in his game management needs to be worked on, you know, because, like I said, one game... One great game, two average games. Another good game, two average games. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, that's indicative of the way the Warriors do tend to play as well. It's, yeah. it's, it's like Sean Johnson's like some sort of barometer. If he goes well, they go well. But uh, yeah, mate, I'd love to see him in another team. I'd love to see him with the Melbourne Storm. We could definitely turn him into something great there. But uh, yeah, wherever he ends up, you know, still got to wish him all the best. And uh, hopefully, you know, Sean can fulfil that potential. What do you reckon, Reno? I mean... Uh... You know, there's been a lot of talk about him, especially of late. Um, what are your thoughts? 
Yeah, I suppose uh, he'll make that decision when it comes. Uh, it is a tough decision, and I totally agree with Johnny Thurston uh, what his comment was because I've always thought Sean's got the potential to be a better player uh, over there in Australia behind another pack and uh, with another franchise, obviously, uh, because uh, that word consistency comes up every year in, well, for the last 20 bloody years, actually, uh, when you talk about the Warriors. You know, it's a big year next year. For the mm. Warriors, they celebrate 25 years in the NRL. Mm. Uh, everyone's seen the merchandise that's out there. It's gone back to the old uh, colours from way back in the DB Bitter days. Well, well, when they were known is the Auckland Warriors yes. then as well, yes. or the DB Bitter Warriors. So, um, yeah, no, potentially uh, I'd love to see the kid go overseas um, and see how he goes over there in Australia. Melbourne Storm would have been my first pick. Uh, mm. Great team. Mm. Uh, one of the best team, if not the best, going around in the modern era. And he would have just suited in there because... Uh, him teaming up with the likes of Munster and all that type of stuff. I, I couldn't, you know, these are things I can imagine when I see this kid play, but it's unfortunate. Uh, he really hasn't been that same player since he broke his leg yeah. uh, a couple of seasons ago, and uh, he's kind of struggled there. But when he's on fire, mate, uh, the headline, Sean Johnson, magic, you know, it's all this type of stuff. But when he's not working, man, he gets slammed. And you got to realise, too, he's still a young fella, yeah. engaged to a beautiful lady, um, Got a nice place going. So, yeah, in due time, uh, he'll make his decision and it's going to be a tough one for this young guy. Now, your mate there, JT, my uncle, my uncle Keith, is not a huge fan of Sean Johnson. He's always said that, um, you know, for the last few years, he's had two two good games every year. What do you reckon, eh? Well, I feel very sorry for you that you're named after that bloke, (laughs) but... uh... Uh, good, good man, old Keithy. Uh, look, uh, he's probably right, and it must hurt him to say because he's a die-hard Warriors mm. supporter. We've had some, we've had some humbling arguments over the years. <laughs> and we used to work, at, we used to sit I'm in the sure. same office, and right. you know the boss would have to shut up because we'd be arguing about rugby league. <laughs> so, yeah, unfortunately, you know, old Keith's right, but uh, like I said, he's just he's still got an opportunity or the chance. He's still got a, you know, a bit of a career left to try and. Um, Redeem himself to, something, yeah. To get to get to get to the pinnacle and then to prove to everyone that he was a good player. But uh, at the moment, yeah, I'm just, the inconsistency is just always going to rear its ugly head whenever you're talking about John John. Yeah, yeah. Cause, cause, uh, I mean, th- that is the key. He's still got the goods, though, hasn't he, Reno? That well, that appears to you know. That's... Well, for for me, that's a damn good question. To be honest, Keithy, mm. I, I'd find that question quite um, yeah, hard to answer to because. He outweighs his inconsistency more with his consistency. Yeah. Uh, had a brilliant back- background with the under-20s coming on through, yeah. and there was a lot put on this kid's shoulders. Uh, really, he was the uh, well, prod- prodigy to Stacey Jones, as some would say. And it just, yeah, he said, it's just the way of a professional league. And, you know, everyone kind of puts him up against J.C., Cooper, Cronk. Yeah. Player, yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. And then and, and he's... He, he he has been so good though, um, in particular. Well, uh, uh, well, he's had some very very good games for the Kiwis as well. So um, you know, I, I guess that's why people have kind of compared him, and because he's had so much promise there too. Way, eh? uh, what do you reckon, Reno? Or JT? What do you reckon? Yeah, I can't quite hear you. I feel like hearing the static. I can't quite hear what you're talking about, Oh, okay. Uh, well, I was just saying. Now I can. Oh, there no, we go. You. Well, I was just saying that um, you know, uh, he, he was just um, 
got he had such a lot of promise though, um, didn't he? And it's just a shame that he hasn't really kind of fulfilled it, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and that's what everyone um, has seen obviously over his career. Uh, you know, because so much right, it, it, it's it'll be a horrible situation where he is because so much pressure is put on this young kid. Uh, he's a popular player with all the fans. The young ones look at him, and there's a lot of kids kind of molding their game around them. Uh, a lot of touch players too, by the way. So you know, you kind of get put into the similar boat when you take a look at Benji Marshall, mm. uh, who played extremely well and could be and was fairly consistent over the years with the Tigers. Then he branched away, tried to have a go at Union, and went to go back as well. And um, yeah, there's just so many good players, mate, but. That's the life of a uh, league. Hey, if you go and take a look at the likes we talked about just a few minutes ago, Jared Hayne, mate, yeah. he was the man of the moment yes. when he was Parramatta Eels yes. grand final. He was everything. Yeah. Every kid wanted to be the next uh, Jared Hayne. And then that's come falling down the grace over the last few weeks. So that's just part of a professional sportsman. And look at Kieran Reed and the All Blacks, you know, he was a great player, playing next to uh, Richie McCaw and the Crusaders and everything like that. And the wheels are slowly falling off. So it's just the life of guess of a uh, professional sportsman and people just got to come to grips with it we can't expect them to uh, turn up every day as the human beings yeah. it's the reality of it it's very 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 true there Reno anyway we're going to go to a break we'll be back with more full time right after this you're listening to a podcast produced by Turangi FM Number one iwi radio station in Aotearoa. We play each full-time session on Turangi FM Saturday mornings at 10am. You can listen in live on our Turangi FM media page. Just click the main Turangi FM logo to tune in online. Or if you're in the Gisborne area, we're on the radio frequencies 91.7, 95.7 and 98.1. Also check out the full-time Facebook page where you can listen to the podcast again. Make comments and click links that will lead you to other ways to listen to the podcast, such as Spreaker, iTunes, SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, Podchaser and Tumblr. Right, let's get back to the fools on full-time. Welcome along to our uh, second session here on Full Time. Want to send a shout out going out to our uh, uh, to our sponsors, of course, Race Greg Motors down there on Grace Street. Go and check them out. Now, um, one thing that's been happening, I suppose, though I, I don't know if it's gotten any big um, draw uh, or big promotion um, at all there uh, is the uh, Australian Baseball League that's been happening and of course um, just saying that because the Auckland Tuatatas they uh, won their first I suppose uh, big game in uh, on New Zealand soil um, have you been hearing much about that there um, Reno? Yeah, yeah, been watching quite a bit of this as well. I think that was uh, first win at home against the uh, Brisbane Bandits, if mm. I remember rightly. So, uh, yeah, I know uh, at the start of this week, uh, they had struggled slightly to get a uh, baseball home here in New Zealand, but things seem to work well there. So looks like uh, things are going pretty good. And obviously, uh, they had a few fans there to uh, cheer them on. So 
no, it has been good. And, uh, you know, we've been so big in our country when it comes to softball. softball we're yeah. number one and seeing them win and that stuff. So uh, it's good to uh, see the baseball creation. And, you know, I think what I listened to uh, the American coach talking about this as well is it's the opportunities for these young ones to have a go at the game of baseball, but also on the bigger side of things, aside from playing in the ABL, uh, also the contracts overseas in America where it's uh, – you know, with big money and everything like that. So, yeah, no, I think it's good. Great to uh, see them use the name Tuatara. Mm. And uh, they're looking pretty sharp. So, yeah, so let's hope uh, it can only grow, you know. And and that's not a bad start for our New Zealand franchise uh, creating history, a uh, 5-4 win over Brisbane. Yeah, absolutely. Have you uh, been kind of keeping up or has it been um, touted a bit over there, uh, JT? Oh, I've seen it on, on some of the Fox Sports news stuff. It's one of the last sort of items every half-hourly bulletin. So it's not a huge thing over here, the baseball, but certainly because there's a New Zealand element added to it this season, I'll I'll keep an eye on the old Tuatara. But yeah, they beat the Brisbane Brisbane Bandits the other day, so a good uh, good win for the boys. I think there's a thing called the Sydney Storm, and I don't know, the other ones, look, it's not that... uh, Like I say, not very well publicised here, but uh, interesting for the the baseball uh, fans at home. Yeah. Yeah, it is, it's quite, uh, well, it's uh, quite interesting, I think, because um, uh, I, I know our man uh, Ra Walker, had he been, um, had he actually uh, been been on the show with us today, eh, Reno? He, he certainly would have um, uh, been talking about it, because uh, I know for a fact he's, he's very interested, for some reason, in the American form of the game, although I know he's also a bit of a, a softball buff. But um, it's certainly something interesting to uh, keep an eye on, uh, Irina. Oh, totally. You know, I think uh, you talk Radhi. He seems to love love a lot of the American sports. You hear it when he talks. Mm. Uh, he talks about ice hockey, um, everything up in the American side of things. But yeah, he's got a massive passion, especially for softball. And you know, when you think about what we've achieved in the game of softball, uh, even though they just get recognised at maybe the odd one or two sport awards at the end of the year. It is. It's like JT said right at the start there. It's mostly the last bulletin that comes up in the headlines of uh, mainstream news these days, you know. So uh, it seems to be just one of those things has a backward step. But, you know, I think it's a great start uh, and it's good to uh, take something like that. And, hey, we've got the talent here. Uh, You know, I know some kids are playing at primary school level, the game called Pegball, which I played all those years ago back at school. So if there's a chance for a, a kid to swing a bat, hit a ball, and then there's also the other other opportunity of uh, cricket. Yeah. Uh, so you know, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a it's another sport. I reckon it's a great avenue. And I I loved baseball when I was watching it as a kid. Um, the overthrow from the pitch and everything like that. And look, I grew up playing softball, and yes. uh, I was taught by um, a great coach, uh, Chub Tangaro, uh, right. many many years ago. And that's when I got to meet the likes of uh, Kevin Hulahi. Right. Who also came along because I was a pitcher back in the day okay. and contracted to County's Monaco. Wow. Yeah, at, uh, at a club up there. And um, so you, you meet these grades and that opportunity to be taught by them uh, because they saw potential in you is just one of these things, which I guess the Auckland Tuatara, when they have some of the American scouts over. So uh, these are these opportunities. And like I say, I'm all over this. I uh, just love these type of things and giving these young ones uh, something to step up to, aspire to. And in Māori terms, uh, represent the whānau, and hey, who knows, uh, might be some more bread and butter on the table, and which is going to help out the whānau long term, and they may get a contract over there, and um, well, I would even say America or Japan. Mm, yes, true. 
True that. True that. In fact, I, I, I remember a couple of years ago, I think, a couple of young boys from uh, New Zealand were picked up by... Um, Oh gosh, I can't remember the the team, but they were they were picked up, you know, and they were only just teenagers uh, uh, a couple of years ago. So yeah, it, it's you know it can lead to some big things, that is for sure. Now, JT, were you ever involved, or have you ever you know uh, picked up a bat and swung it in softball or or the like like that? Yeah, I did have one season uh, for the Strikers back in Gizzy there. All right. Um, so there's lots of Uppi Takoko, Larry Takoko, Richard Okamo. Uh, right. Our pitcher was uh, Hootnan Campbell. Yes, yes. He likes to, you know how the catcher gives the signal to the to the pitcher what pitch he wants, so he'd automatically just give the old hang loose. One of the better <laughs> because Hootnan was obviously tolerant with the bungle mob, so that was his, that was for his that was what he called it. That was for his basketball. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, you know, it was, it was good fun. But I, I certainly enjoy the American sports. I've been fortunate enough to travel over there a few times, and I've been to probably the highlight of, of, of one of the highlights of my sporting um, travels has been going to the this 2013 Super Bowl in, in uh, New Orleans. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers mm. lost to the Baltimore Ravens that day. I've been to the Staples Center to watch the Lakers. Wow. Uh, I've been to the Yankee Stadium to watch the New York Yankees. I'm a San Francisco oh, wow. Giants fan, but uh, yeah, no, I've been fortunate enough to, to be to, to a few events. And then, uh, yeah, in terms of um, my, my softballing ability, uh, yeah, nah, I was more of a cricketer. I was the only one yep. to get the ball uh, sort of through the slips and think I'd done a good shot. Well, yeah, I, well, it's interesting because you bring up the name Hoot. Uh, Campbell, I, I was also in a team with Hoot, where he was obviously the pitcher. Uh, uh, you know, anyway, I tell you what, he was a pretty solid um, pitcher as well, um, uh, to be quite honest. Uh, I think I was playing either first base um, for for a season there. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's certainly an interesting game, I think. Uh, it, it can be a lot of fun, and, uh, you know, it's... Uh, uh, I, I think it's a great experience, but you, I know um, for for some particular reason, uh, our Māori brethren seem to um, uh, go towards that sport more so than, than cricket, eh, JT? Yeah, I think it's because it's a bit more hard and fast than cricket. Obviously, you can be out in the field for yes. you know, the best part of All day. three or four hours. Yes, and, yeah. uh, and go out and get a bat and you out first ball, so it doesn't seem to be, to be fair, but... Uh, yeah, oh, look, I've always, I've always sort of leaned towards cricket. Uh, I, yep. I like the the, the, the the tactics behind it. I like the thought, the fact that you know next ball can change the match mm. considerably. So that's always been the go-to for me. Plus, when I was at boarding school, it was a good chance to go to school for the whole day. So that's how I fell in love with cricket and then <laughs> went from there. <laughs> Fair enough. Of course, so uh, softball boys would be back at school after two hours. What a waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> That's very true, but uh, I tell you what, you know, one of the things I like about softball, though, too, is also the the tactics and the the trick plays that can come about. Say, um, Arena. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, whether they call for your bunch shot or whatever it is, and uh, it's a lot of pressure when you got full bases all set up there, and mm. someone's got to try and do something pretty tricky to try and get at least one or two home. Um, it does. It comes down to tactics and. You're talking about pitching. Uh, I've got some good old memories uh, of being taught and how things are supposed to curl with the ball and do one, right. do that. And right. hey, it's good times. Um, I like to see a resurgence of some of the uh, softball being happening around in the towns. You know, I reckon it'd be cool there. And 
everyone talks about it. We all played what was the game, uh, hit the ball and you got to roll it back to hit the bat. Yeah. All that type of stuff. Bat, bat down. Was it? Yeah, bat so. down. Yeah. 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 A lot of the Maori uh, father used to play there in their streets. Yeah. And they hit the ball, bat down and roll it back and until it hit the bloody window, then everyone just scattered as fast as they could. True. True. Yes. Yeah, I remember I those days. The window and was a neighbour was like, "Oh, out of here! Drop the bed and they'll run." <laughs> yeah, remember those <laughs> days. Would blame everyone. Everyone would blame everyone else for doing it. <laughs> True that. <laughs> True that. But uh, well, JT, you, you know, you said you went over there and watched the Yankees, and and, and that um, that would have been quite quite an experience, then, eh? Oh, quite the experience. I mean, you know, even though I'm a Giants fan, the New York Yankees have certainly got the prestige and the money when it comes to, to baseball in mm. the U.S. And, you know, the likes of Babe Ruth, Derek Jeter, and yes. uh, Joe DiMaggio, all ex-Yankee legends. So, look, uh, it, was, it was an honour to get to one of their games. Uh, and they won. It wasn't really cheap for them, but just, you know, good to hang out in the at Yankee Stadium itself and see the great place. Um, same with the Staples Centre. Oh, I'm a, I'm a yes. Celtics fan, not so much a Lakers Me fan. Me too. Yep, yep, yep. All the boys, all the boys are going for the Lakers in the eighties. Like, no, I'll go for the Celtics. Something different. Robert Harris, Larry Bird, you know. <laughs> yes. Kevin McHale. Kevin McHale. Those, all those names. Yeah, yeah. No, I was, I was, a, I'm still a Celtics fan. Actually, still a Celtics fan. Um, but uh, not to say that I didn't like the Lakers, especially back in you know Magic Johnson's day. Yeah, I mean those clashes that um, Johnson and Bird had. That those were just epic. Um, oh, uh, uh, Absolutely. Absolutely, just absolutely epic. Saved the game of the NBA too. Uh, uh, then, of course, Michael Jordan came along and and and, and elevated the game a, in a huge way. So, yeah. Um, but uh, Staples Staples Centre, that must have been something too, eh? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was actually quite funny because we we had, we had to leave at three quarter time because typically the flights out of LAX back to oh, uh, right. Australia leave at about eleven pm. So we caught the first half three quarters and we had to leave to get to the airport but it was still an experience mm. um, yeah but still that, that Baltimore Ravens uh, San Francisco 49ers Super Bowl right. 13 was, was still right up there right yeah that was one heck of a Super Bowl too so yeah 34-31 yeah, I think from memory to the Ravens yeah San Francisco with Colin Kaepernick at, at quarterback yeah just left there run a little bit too late and uh, the big fella Michael Orr remember the movie The Blind Side yes Yes. Sandra Bullock, yeah. So he was part of that Ravens um, offensive line of scrimmage. So, yeah. 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 Man, that would have been something uh, to, to go and watch. Um, that is for sure. A, uh, going to a Super Bowl, I mean, uh, I don't know how many people there would have been, but uh, there would have been a whole heap, heap of them, uh, eh? Yeah, it was yeah, up around the high 80s or 90,000 from memory at the Mistake wow. Superdome. Right, yes. Mate, it was made famous by when they. Cyclone or Hurricane Katrina yeah. hit a lot of it. Uh, the, the ground of that was used as a uh, like a marae to house people. So, right, yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome stuff. Anyway, well, let, let, let's talk about cricket. Of course, um, that gets underway. The uh, second test gets underway there, AJT. Uh, of course, uh, I think it was last weekend. The boy, things weren't looking too flash for the for the New Zealanders. But uh, they came away with the win in the end. Uh, uh, real good stuff from that new, well, on debut, eh? Uh, what's his name, Patel? Um, man of the match. What a heck of an effort from him, eh? Yeah, unfortunately, I didn't really uh, didn't really follow it too much because it didn't really show it here. They showed highlights. Oh, right. And, uh, I was sort of watching, you know, a couple of my friends on Facebook were sort of keeping us up in the loop and then, you know, 
when when they said that we won in what, what, four runs or something, eight mm. runs, it was mm. what a magnificent effort by the boys. So uh, restores a bit of pride in that black cap uh, setup. So hopefully they can go on with it because Pakistan are a good side, even though they're not playing at home these days. Yeah, the, the terrorist threat or whatever you want to call it. So yeah, no, good win for the boys. Um, Wish that they were coming to play Australia because Australia are very vulnerable at the moment. Right, true, mm-hmm. true, and it, it is a shame that they're not um, uh, playing them. But uh, yeah, that, that that's very true. Uh, what else has been happening? Oh, well, of course, there's the uh, Breakers, isn't there, uh, Reno? The Breakers. Um, I think they had another loss the other day against the uh, Perth. Um, have you been kind of keeping up with them there, uh, Reno? Yeah, yeah, that was last night, uh, overtime thriller uh, at Spark Arena. And again, that's their fourth straight loss. Um, you know, uh, that's the uh, fourth straight win, actually, for the Wildcats over the uh, Kiwi team. So 98-93, I think, uh, was the result there. So, yeah, thriller, wow. good crowd. Again, the supporters bagging them on the uh, social media last night. And Rakers should have had their game, but uh, just our class and their extra time. Things don't seem to be going well for the new coach and, couple of new players so I don't know we'll see what happens a uh, bit of a long season but they need to start bringing in these wins the breakers um remind me of the Warriors yeah 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 and that's not a, that's not in a good thing either is it hey bro that's not in a good thing but uh no 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 because a lot lot riding on the uh breakers because you know they've been good over the last <laughs> few years that up and down year one part there but then they turned that whole thing around and yeah, just seem to be, uh, you know, used to be the Cauldron uh, Spark Arena. Uh, always tough to beat the Breakers at home, and most teams these days seem to be uh, finding it with ease, even if it is an extra time. But, you know, they've got to start winning. They do. Uh, that is for sure, because, um, yeah, uh, they certainly need to to start winning. I mean, uh, what what have the crowds been like, um, though, uh, anyway, um, there, Reno? Yeah, yeah, still supportive, actually. They have a lot of entertainment at Spark Arena. So uh, you get the diehard basketball fans. I was uh, watching a couple of friends last night on the Instagram stuff, and they had the American mates over here to come and show them a bit about our uh, breakers and everything like that. But, yeah, no, still good crowds. Uh, they still got the hype of uh, people turning up as well. And, you know, there'll be fans that'll stick by them right through, and uh, we've just got to see how things progress. It's a long season, and let's hope the boys can turn things around for the breakers. Uh, I'm loving their uh, singlets. They're selling out real fast with the uh, mouldy hoodie designs, everything like that. So, yeah, no, it just yeah, the crowds are pretty good, Keithy. Indeed. Now, the uh, FIFA Under-17 Women's World Cup uh, is continuing. Now, they've got the... Uh, they're into the quarterfinals, actually. Uh, New Zealand will be up against uh, Japan tomorrow. I'm not sure what... Uh, I think it's 9am our time. So that'll be uh, certainly something to uh, to watch out for. New Zealand up against Japan, um, nine a.m. our time, I believe. Anyway, yeah, what else has been happening out there, sports-wise, Reno? Yeah, well, I suppose uh, for all motorsport fans, oh, yes. with the uh, New yes. Zealand and Australia, this is the big weekend mm. in, uh, uh, in Newcastle. This is where we're going to find out tomorrow. I'll be watching this tomorrow. Uh, who is going to be the uh, twenty eighteen champion? Uh, is it going to be? Shane Van Gisbergen, who uh, seems to be pretty quick around Newcastle, or is going to be the other Kiwi, um, McLaughlin, Scotty McLaughlin. So, yeah, there'll be a lot watching that. Uh, McLaughlin being pretty quick in uh, practice. There's not much in this. Uh, it's only points difference, 19 overall, and 
everyone's turned up to Newcastle. Uh, I see Kaylin uh, Ponga had a bit of a drive um, with old Mostert and his uh, Falcon. Uh, Craig uh, Kaylin looked like a rag doll in the car. But, uh, yeah, he's never been that fast before. Uh, G-forces, he was talking about it. Um, yeah, it was one of the best things he's ever done in his whole young life. So, yeah, no, it is huge. Uh, today's that, oh, this weekend's a big weekend. And we'll see uh, who will be, as I say, crowned, crowned uh, yeah. the VA champion for 2018. I do know on the motorsport side of things, and uh, I know your sponsor, Ray Sprague, so I surely have some of the uh, workers or crew out at uh, your Speedway trap. They've got the mini stocks out there, and I understand over 50 of them have arrived. So, uh, you got a big event in town, Keithy, uh, for all the mini stock fans out there. And always good to see the uh, dirt getting flicked around and everyone eating hot dogs, all that type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. Big, big weekend. Uh, that is for sure. I mean, uh, especially over there in Australia. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, you know. Especially, I, I, let me interrupt, Keithy. Yeah. There's a, one of the legends of Australian motorsport, Craig Lowndes, is retiring. It's his last race yes. today. So. A big ups to Lousy. He's been a, an icon to the sport. You know, never bad mouth anyone. Always been sort of a wholesome, clean track in the middle sort of a bloke. So good luck to Lousy in his last race. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that that's something to to look forward to. You know, his last um, uh, race as a full time driver, eh, uh, Reno? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and he's currently third. Uh, at this stage, right. uh, there is a lot of talk because his team he races for, it's all part of the uh, team with the Red Bull Holden. So Jamie Wincup says uh, he's already going to be in there trying to block out uh, McLaughlin and Coulthard. Right. So uh, there is team tactics going on here. And uh, whether it gets through, if uh, things don't pan out well for Gizzy, uh, then they're going to work with uh, Craig Lowndes. So it does. It comes down to team tactics this whole weekend. Uh, to see uh, Craig Lowndes uh, wave goodbye the last lap. Mm. of his uh, outstanding career. Uh, didn't matter what emblem he drove for. He was just a uh, young, talented driver that's uh, obviously uh, lived up to his idol, um, the late Peter Brock. Yes. And, uh, yeah, that's why there was over 100-plus thousand at Pukekohe uh, yeah. a few weeks back to see the great Lowndes say goodbye to his fans over the years in Auckland. So, yeah, it'll be an emotional drive for this young man. Uh, he is going to be back at Bathurst. He'll be back in those series for next year, obviously winning it, which was the uh, dream yes. uh, for him because, uh, you know, he's right up there when it comes to that. But a big loss, but uh, no doubt he'll be like an ambassador in motorsport, I would guess. And, yeah, it's just good to see him. I think it was himself, uh, Jamie Wincup and Shane Van Gisbergen, all racing uh, in the uh, Audi series. So he's still got that motorsport life in the May. And mm. good on him. Indeed. It's been a wonderful journey. What else has been happening uh, out there sports-wise, Reno? Yeah, well, golf. Everyone's talking a bit about golf. Uh, it's this weekend, Tiger Woods and uh, Phil Mickelson. Uh, we know you watched a couple of Tiger Woods movies during the week, Keithy. And, <laughs> um... What were they called again? <laughs> uh, Tiger's Wood. Or <laughs> Tiger's Wood or something. <laughs> <Hey? laughs> <laughs> what are those movies, Keithy? Something like that. I think it was, um, yeah, what was it called? Uh, Tiger Got Wood. Yeah, like <laughs> I am but, not, yeah. I am not touching uh, that. Yeah, no. <laughs> you <laughs> anyway, what's been happening with Tigers? I mean, Tigers, Tigers. Uh, <laughs> what's been happening with Tiger anyway? <laughs> I heard he got a new tattoo of Wendy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, while we're talking about golf, there, while we we'll move on from the uh, Tiger Adult World with his wood, uh, Kiwi pair Ryan Fox and Mark Brown, three shots uh, only the other day behind the leaders. They've got the World Cup of Golf on underway as well. Mm. Uh, Danny Lee mm. seems to have got through pretty well. He's in the top 100 world rankings after oh, nice. playing in Mexico nice. uh, earlier this month. So, yeah, golf's going pretty good. And no doubt there'll be a lot of golf with the summer coming up and we'll see how things uh, happen there. Uh, the Wallabies got a big rugby game this week, well, tonight actually, oh. against England. Right. Uh, so I see they've dropped uh, Kutley Beal and Ashley Cooper. Oh, wow. Uh, broke the team rules. So Michael Check has kind of kicked them to the side oh. and to think about what they've uh, done. Also, a lot of court all going on in Ireland as well about the True. impact of this uh, Kiwi coach, yes. Joe Schmidt, yes. after what he done to the All Blacks. Yep. Uh, there is a lot of talk. Uh, he's even come back to the country. Uh, is he going to be the new coach of the All Blacks? Uh, oh, okay. Because uh, Steve Hanton is going to make the announcement. Uh, at the end of the year, prior to Christmas, actually, to tell everyone what his future is. Uh, I think most punters would say he will He's carry got, on yeah. through to the World Cup, yeah. and that will be it. Yeah, I uh, He will take over. Well, people are kind of hoping back here in this country, maybe Joe Smith. I did see something a few months ago um, about Dave Rennie, uh, who was posted up as a possible coach. So, yeah, you know, the guy hasn't even got to the World Cup yet, and already they're looking for someone to fill in the uh, spot. That just tells, tells you how uh, coaching and Cutthroat can be, eh? Indeed. Now, uh, apparently you've got an interesting um, rugby story, now, which is quite uh, unusual for you there, JT. Why don't you well, tell us? You know, talking about the Wallabies and Ireland triggered a memory because I just want to make a shout-out to Shane and Anna Gerard. Shane, of course, and Anna both from Gisborne. Their son, Reno, has just made the junior Wallabies or the Australian schoolboys oh, wow. uh, rugby, rugby team. So they depart, I think, this morning or tomorrow morning on a two-test tour of Ireland and Scotland. So Reno plays number eight. He is six foot twenty and is one big hooer, let me tell you. And, okay. and a good kid to boot. Great kid, in fact. So, yep, congratulations to Reno and to his parents, Shane and Anna Gerard. Good wow. people. Oh, excellent. Excellent stuff. Anyway, that's a good way, I suppose, to lead us into uh, certainly my favourite part of the show, the part that I just, you know, tend to, tend to, you know, when we're able to to get our angst out, this is something that uh, in particular has probably built up over the week. So, uh, gentlemen, let us... Put the boot in! My Put the Boot in is going out to Wellington Councillor um, Nicola Young, is her name now? Uh, over the week, I think, uh, and uh, during the midweek, um, she is a councillor that um, wants to charge homeless people who are living in their cars down in Wellington, and particularly around the area where she's the um, I don't know, and and who and her ward. I suppose, which obviously must be an affluent ward, but you know, people are homeless and they need to live somewhere or they need to be uh, uh, housed somewhere. And most of them apparently are staying in a particular um, car park that isn't around her area, I suppose, where she who she personally lives, and she wants to charge uh, these people. For living in their cars, which I think is just un 
believable. So there we go. For Nicola Young, my boot goes in to you. Put the boot in! And I'll start down in Hawera, uh, where, of course, there's been a lot of controversy over the uh, last week or so since they had their community parade. I'm um, also based around the decision of the Lions Club, who decided they wanted to wear blackface. What is blackface? Well, it's where they paint their faces black and uh, hop onto their little float and uh, go through town parading uh, down in the uh, Taranaki town as part of the uh, AMP parade. Obviously, this caused a lot of uh, controversy over the uh, week just gone by. Some saying it's not racist, especially the Alliance uh, Club members. Uh, then, of course, to find out they were councillors. And then also to find out they won second in the whole competition <laughs> as they parade. That's been turned around, by the way. Mm. And even then to find out only yesterday that the mayor of the area actually uh, voted for them to win second. There's a lot of controversy going on around this on the use of face uh, paint and uh, painting your face black. It's hit the uh, social media, everything like this. But I've got to take my hat off to Hone Harawira. He said... Uh, send down some of the boys and give them a effing bash. It was on Marae uh, on Sunday. I cracked up at that. But my put the boot in really is to the people who think of these crazy, stupid ideas and decide to wear them in the parade. And this is what the uh, conflict is. So I put my boot into uh, the Hawera Council, the mayor and everyone who decided in the Lions Club as well. So there you go. There's my put the boot in. Put the boot in! Yeah, okay, mine this week goes out to, well, not necessarily to anyone in particular, but it goes against the bloke who thought he'd rock up to that island. This is the Sentinel, Sentinelese Island, or whatever they're called, in the Andaman Sea, just off the coast of India somewhere. Mm. He thought he'd try and spread mm. the so-called good gospel, and he got his comeuppance by the locals. They come out and fired arrows at him and shot spears at him and whatever else. But anyway, they ended up killing the poor bugger. So, look, just sometimes you think maybe if that reception had been reserved for a certain Captain Cook on Kaiti Beach all those years ago, <laughs> The world might be a different place. So Mike, Mike Boot goes out to you, mate. Bad luck. Put the boot in! Yes, I remember that. It was like a, a near India, isn't it? And uh, it was like a, almost like a private island where, um, you know, a, a, and this guy is just going to try and give them the gospel or something. And, and they don't... <laughs> why corrupt them? I mean, that's just... Well, an, other indigenous peoples around the world, they don't need back in their exactly. lives. Exactly. You know, exactly. doing whatever they're doing there. It's protected by law, actually. You're not allowed to go there. But right. The Indian government has stipulated, no, you can't go there without express permission from them. So no one goes there. Uh, I've seen footage on YouTube. It actually got me fascinated with the shot arrows at planes that are flying by and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, look, uh, you know, bad luck. <laughs> Bad luck. That is spot on there, uh, JT. Um, but as for this blackface stuff, uh, that's just, I mean, in this era, uh, uh, what what the hell is going on there, eh, Reno? What the hell is going on, bro? Yeah, like I say, it won't be the first and it won't be the last key thing. And some other idiot to bring something out once again and do something stupid and, again, it'll hit the whole headlines. And uh, i got to say, I applaud... Um, Hone Harawira's uh, comment on Marae, even though uh, I felt sorry for Midyama Kamal, who was a presenter, and um, had to try and calm him down because he was pretty angry. And mm. hey, that hence the reason why a lot of the uh, Māori whānau were angry as well. And, and then he went and shared something based around that of similarity on social media, and somebody out there took it all down on him. So I don't know, just one of those things, Keithy. And look, then I think someone else had a um, store selling the little dolls as well. And the lady had a bit yes. of a... 
Gollywog um, as well. dolls. Just, yeah, Gollywog dolls. Yes. Like. Never ending, mate. It's never ending. Well, it's just amazing. I mean, I think some people are just oblivious to... Uh, I, I, I don't know. Maybe they... Uh, they don't realise or don't understand. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it just, it, it seems ridiculous that um, uh, for a start, uh, especially in Harwater, I suppose, where, I don't know, maybe there's, no, there, there must be plenty of Māori in, in the community there. And uh, I, I'm not sure if they're just oblivious of it or they just really don't care. What do you think it is, um, Reno? Yeah, well, you'd be right. I would guess because how would a meat works? I would guess employ a big uh, Maori following down there, and uh, there would be a lot of Maori down there. I would guess, and uh, hey, I suppose you've got a big farming community, and uh, they're in their own little world as well. So I don't need to say any more on that. But yeah, when you got the mayor who kind of supported it as such, and oh well, it's life, mate. That's another chapter done. There'll be another one coming out soon. <laughs> You're spot on there, I reckon, eh, Reno? You're spot on there. Anyway, that is very much us here on um, on Full Time. Uh, don't forget, people, uh, go and check out our Facebook page. We'll be posting up uh, the Full Time Facebook page, and you can listen to our uh, uh, our show here on um, our podcast. So I uh, just uh, want to thank you once again, Reno. Awesome to have you along here, bro. You know, all good, and uh, getting ready to head out to Auckland to the uh, biggest event in Auckland. Uh, sold out in like nine minutes. Full house at Mount Smart. SX Open World Champion Motocross comes to town. You would have seen the guy during the week riding around the top of the Sky Tower on his motocross bike. Uh, this is the big guns that are in the world best. So, yeah, I'm excited, mate, and uh, looking forward to the day. Just hope it, it eases up the road. The rain stopped now. So, everyone out there, be safe over the weekend. Please be safe. The road toll hasn't been great. So, uh, you know, we only got, what, 30 days till Christmas. Yeah. Yes, be very careful out there on the road. Have an awesome day anyway, Reno. And JT, awesome, awesome to be able to catch up with you uh, again and uh, look forward to uh, catching up with you um, next week uh, for sure. Yeah, as always, Pete, there's a piece of advice. Thanks for being on the show. Great to talk to you and Reno. Unfortunately, Ra couldn't make it today. But, uh, yeah, mate, I'll just really get ready. Have a shower, have some breakfast, head off to the Gisborne Day, and I'll give my love and regards. Everyone there, especially my friend Jeff Moses, the 17th wedding anniversary today. Oh, wow. Old, poor old Jess Hoyfall, she should have said no all those uh, 17 years ago. <laughs> no, no, great couple, and uh, mate, we'll see you next week. Just one more beat for you. Tūrunga FM.